I Love Gay Palm Springs with John Taylor, comedian Shan Carr, and gay desert guides Brad Fur. Well, here we are warming our hands on the Yule log or Yule microphone. Uh-huh. Yule Episode 77. Talk? Welcome and happy holidays. Happy holidays, everyone. Happy holidays. Here we are, Christmas Eve. The stockings were hung by the chimney with care. We're going to have a special edition of Twas the Night Before Christmas, written by a local poet and novelist. That'll be coming up in in just a bit for our Christmas Eve version. We did do some good, interesting digging around for this Christmas show. We don't have um, our regular... uh, Jimmy Bogle and Dr. Laura Rush. Uh, we gave them a damn day off. Go have your holiday. And uh, we have some fun and games. We also have uh, Galaxy, uh, Vince Corrales, um, who won DJ of the Year again, and who has figured out how to get the money and deliver hundreds of turkeys. This little bitty elf on the shelf dude. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> he works it, and he does so much good for our community. It's, he really it's, does. It's a joy. It really is a joy to see people, him especially, and, and so many people like him that will be the unsung heroes of this holiday season, coming yeah. together to do so many good things in a season of, uh, of, of, of uh, kind of a joyless season. It's been very joyless for many people. You well, know what? He, he's an unsung hero, but we're going to sing about him. <laughs> we are indeed. Oh, John Taylor has been working his butt off. I drug up some guests mm. and he drug up some guests. And we have a special holiday closer for you that I don't want to tell you too much about. But it it's involved, musical. It's yes. musical and involved days of John Taylor in an audio rabbit hole and uh, totally paid off. It sounds amazing. All right. So that'll be coming up. Can I show you my favorite Christmas card? Yes. And describe it, it for our me. listeners. Here we go. It's Santa and a woman on a Christmas card. Santa, I want a unicorn for Christmas. Be realistic, says Santa. Okay, I want a boyfriend. What color would you like your unicorn? (laughs) (laughs) That applies to all of us. Pretty much. Every last one of us. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Thanks to my neighbor, Dante, for that one. That was a good one. Oh, I have a neighbor, Dante, too. He lives two doors over. Oh, mine lives two doors over. I Maybe it's the Dante. same neighbor. No, but I bet my Dante's cuter than your Dante. <laughs> you never know. He's really I, a fabulous. I, stop Dante shaming. And, uh, <laughs> Why? Because you don't have a Dante? I don't have a Dante in my neighborhood. <laughs> I don't. Probably do on arenas. Somewhere on arenas, there's got to be a Dante or two or three or 12. All I see is open. the occasional roadrunner and a tumbleweed going uh, uh, down the street here. You, on a, on you a, know what frustrates me? In the first like couple weeks of, of the lockdown, it was the first time I had driven somewhere in my car and I was driving down that road behind Walmart that goes to nowhere oh, yeah. and out in the desert. And seriously, I had my camera in my hand and ahead of me was coming a tumbleweed and no cars on the road anywhere. <laughs> and I grabbed my cell phone while I'm driving and I videotaped it because I thought this is the epitome of what we're all seeing. I have never been able to find that video. I probably didn't hit record. It drives me crazy. I keep looking for it. I heard Walmart shut down now. 
It shut down a couple of days ago for cleaning. Each one of them is shut down for two days around the valley for cleaning. So deep cleaning. Don't deep clean. Then, you know. Oh. Go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say some. All these companies say. I think Target was saying, and every night we do deep cleaning. I'm like, no, you don't. There's no way you do deep cleaning every night. You know, it's just like what Walmart really? does it. Yeah, it's in their ads. It's in the Target ads. I'm like, I don't think you do that. Um, but obviously, Walmart I, did shut down. I'm sure that compared to any cleaning they've ever done before, what they're doing overnight now is deep. They're they're worried about their yeah. own employees. I mean, yeah. grocery store employees are are having quite a deal. So I'm yeah, and gays have a can. very different uh, <laughs> idea of what a deep cleaning is. You know, I used to have a friend who would come and visit me, and every time he left, maybe every couple of years, he would stay for a week while I was on a cruise. And there would always be a little thing of like, what is that called? Bartender's friend, like some sort of scrubbing. Oh yeah, barkeepers. Uh, yes, it's like Something a scouring. Like yeah, I was like, message received. I'm a mess. Sorry. <laughs> there were always extra cleaning products on the counter. He didn't put them away. He left them out, so I would know. Thinking of uh, an interesting question, and we didn't really set out what we're going to do or anything, but. Um, best Christmas gift you ever got or gave? I know I'm kind of putting you on the spot. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. I know. So there's a photo of this, and I was just a little tyke. I was probably four, maybe five, at my grandparents' house, and there's me getting my first bicycle. Oh. And, and what's really amazing is there's a photo just before that in the series that we never could figure out. It was like, a you know, back then you had the little cameras and you took the picture and then you had to roll the film forward to the next exposure. Somehow there must have been a double exposure because in one of the photos, there's like this silhouette of Santa Claus with me in the foreground. And for years, I always thought that that was really, truly Santa Claus wow. shown up in the in the film. I had no I didn't know what a double exposure was at four years old. John, you got a, a uh, good the best gift I ever got hmm. or gave or a terrible gift that you got or gave. Or... Yes, I can think of a terrible gift. Me too. <laughs> I can't think of a great one. And, and it came from my dad. And. It was just the weirdest thing. It was um, it was a lamp, and the bottom part of the base of the lamp was a giant stainless steel cheese grater. Oh my God, the square! And the shade of the lamp was a big stainless steel upside down colander. And my dad gave it to me, and I looked at it and I said, "When you saw this, what uh -huh. did you think?" Were you an adult? John. Um, yeah, I was. So and he, he said, thought... I just thought it was cool. And I was like, well, thanks, Pop. <laughs> he just was... thought your gay decor would be appropriate for you. I don't know. I don't know what he was thinking. But I, I loved the fact that he looked at that and thought, John must have this. I'm about to get the best Christmas gift I've ever gotten. I'm about to get a new roof for Christmas. Wow. My mother remains the primary name on the house and uh, ding, ding. Like she was asking me what she could do and this and that. And 
I just said, I need to get a new roof before I can get solar. That's what stopped me from getting solar. I'm sorry, solar. I got somebody at the door. I'll be right back. <laughs> okay. All right, so I just got a special delivery from our my neighbor. Mm-hmm. Um, and Felicia is her name. She is a baker cook extraordinaire. Now, the funny thing is, she is um, completely vegan, Right, so she doesn't taste any of the stuff that she makes. Oh my this gosh! This is the goodie ba- basket that she just brought me, full of great treats. I can't. How do you? How do you make all this stuff and not try it? I just don't get it. You know what? But thank that God. is a, that is exactly why I didn't make the gingerbread house that I oh. always make every year oh because my I God. would lick my fingers with the frosting and eat a little cookie or a can. Mm. Oh. We have got to share for anybody who's on keto, the gingerbread house that uh, Shan made. I did make a keto charcuterie chalet (laughs) instead of a gingerbread house. So the bottom layer of the chalet is prosciutto and Mm. then mini pepperonis and the uh, roof tiles are gouda. (laughs) And then I have a caprese olive tree. So it's olives and mozzarella balls. And and then I made a little star on top with the cranberry and some little enoki mushrooms mushrooms as a mid-mod little star and I made there's a big bunch of enoki mushrooms that look like a Dr. Seuss tree yes right next to it and a broccoli stalk and it was fun it was fun and then you know halfway through I ruined my laptop so I stuck the whole thing in the fridge and cried myself to sleep and then in the morning the gouda was all curled up and the olives (laughs) were kind of wrinkly so I took a whole bunch of parmesan and shook it over the top and it looked like friggin snow I'm like take a picture and start eating it for god's sake every time I reach in the fridge I grab an olive and a cherry tomato and what it's I'm gonna have to throw it out I don't share it with smidge share it oh smidge smidge would love that can you imagine just putting that on the floor and like hey smidge go for it no No. need smidge has found his way onto every counter and surface in the last two weeks I didn't know I I don't understand here here we go wake up little buddy wake up Oh, he's got a matching sweater, like oh, just like Mommy. Oh, sleepy baby. And there's Buddy the Wonder Dog. Oh, oh yeah. And Brad's got his buddy there, and you've got Smidge, and you both oh. have neighbors named Dante, and I got nothing. <laughs> oh, no, you told me you got a, a drive-by yeah romantic gesture yesterday that you were smart enough not to catch cooties in order to get, but yeah. Just the offering of oneself <laughs> oh at God. your door for Christmas. Take that as a plus. Oh, I, I took it as a plus, but I, I, I said through the door, not taking any uh, uh, other people in this apartment. We don't share air here. Sorry. I had a visitor who has had COVID and uh, had to come down. He was selling his car. He has a, I want it mm. so bad, but like I've never bought a car that costs money. Right. (laughs) So, and I can't tell you, it's such a deal. It was twenty two fifty for a nineteen seventy six convertible BMW with a hard top, soft top, forty eight thousand original miles. It is with power, everything, and seatbelts. It's got all that unbelievable foot garaged in San Francisco its entire life. And he was going to offer it to me for 15. That is three times more than I've ever paid for a car. 
And what yes. happened to it? Did it get sold? It did not. The guy who was going to buy it down here bailed, and he had to drive back to San Francisco with it. He drove so it somebody back? would like to get me a car for Christmas, that'd be great. Oh my God. <laughs> but you already got a roof. I know. I'm getting a roof from my mom. She can actually write off my Christmas present. Suddenly, it all made sense. <laughs> See, when you said your mom was paying for it, I thought it it might have been that your um your your lawsuit against Santa and the reindeer for the damage was just paying off. Well, it's got to be hard for Santa on those gravel roofs anyway. Oh, I, I need know. something with a little better traction. Nobody has a chimney. What are you gonna have Santa going down the AC vent? How does Santa get in here? I don't know, but we do have an elf that is doing good works across all of uh, the Coachella Valley. And he is our good friend, Vince Corrales, and he is in the waiting room. Shall we oh, good. jingle good. him in? in? Yes, come. Let us introduce our audience to Vince Corrales, who uh, is known uh, far and wide as DJ Galaxy, the best DJ as voted year after year by the readers yeah. of uh, Coachella, Coachella Valley Independent. And anybody you ask who's in the know, he is the best. And he's got a, a, a midday uh, set that he does on K-Gay 106.5, and he is uh, married to one of the most uh, amazing queens in our area, uh, Anita Treadmill. But the reason we wanted to have you on and welcome, Vince, is we have just been floored by all of the wonderful things that you've been doing this holiday season. Tell us about it. Yeah, so it's a food program that I decided to do this year for Christmas. It's a four-day event, which began on Monday. And today's actually the final day of it, unfortunately. I, I wish I can do this uh, much longer, but um, if I have enough food left over, I'm going to do it again tomorrow. But it's just something I decided to do to kind of um, just help other people out there. There's so many homeless people on the street right now, more so than um, I've ever seen before. And um, after doing it on Thanksgiving, I decided the importance of it. So that's why I decided to go ahead and do this. How are you handling all of it, though? Actually, I've seen a picture of your home, which is now half studio, half turkey. Yeah, for real. <laughs> but downstairs is all kitchen, um, which extends into the dining room and one of the bedrooms down there. Um, you know, I have about 22 volunteers who um, reached out and uh, volunteered to cook a turkey, adopt a turkey, I call it, or a ham, <laughs> or both. Um, and logistically, you know, it was crazy when I decided to put this all together because I just said, okay, let's just do this. People will bring me food the night before and I carve it up for today's or for tomorrow's um, servings. Um, but it's a system and I have uh, just two people in my kitchen that are helping me. Um, there's a lot of volunteers that would like to be able to help, you know, physically help here in my home. But for obvious reasons, because of COVID, yeah. it's too dangerous to do that. I know my buddies, John and Jerry adopted a turkey and for the life of them, they couldn't muster the spirit to make a turkey for themselves, either for Thanksgiving or Christmas. And just making that turkey for this, their house lit up with turkey smell and it made them feel good. And they were happy to get, you know, people are glad to have a way to contribute without having to be like you. You're like, it's a system. It's a system that didn't exist three weeks ago. You take a little getting used to, but, um, you know, I wake up at four o'clock in the morning and I'm already like getting stuff ready for our 2 p.m. Um, serving. Um, but yes, yeah, um, I don't know. It's just, it's just being out there during the holidays. 
Um, I mean, what else am I going to do, especially during COVID, you know, be yeah. stuck in the house and be depressed about everything? I'm going to go and use that negative. Oh, I can think so. of another thing you could do. Oh, um, save Miss Behaven's life. Thank you very mm. much. Oh, yeah. Exactly. I have to give you credit for that. You've been ch checking in on our friend, uh, Paul, who um, hit a rough patch with diabetes and you got him to that the he hospital. Didn't even, he didn't even know he had diabetes. Right. He didn't know that he had anything wrong with them, except for he just thought um, yeah. you know, he was experiencing weird symptoms. And the first thing I thought, obviously, was COVID. And I got to get this guy out right. of the hospital. Um, but he was being very stubborn. He didn't want to go because of financial reasons. And he wasn't all there that, that morning. He yeah. He's all back and, and better than ever. And thanks to you. And yeah. it's, it's kind of a lesson in, you know, keeping track of people and, and talking to them and um, and being in well, touch. COVID, I'm telling you, people with a creative heart have found a way not just to pivot and survive through COVID, but to expand their heart and expand their work. And you've been doing... Um, for KK, you have been volunteering to put together series after series of Pride Show and Halloween Show and Thanksgiving Show and um, Christmas Show. Christmas Show. Amazing. Well, a lot of us are just doing what we, we got to do um, to help entertain people who are, are, you know, locked down at home and stuff. And we got to try to bring smiles as much as we can to people's faces. It's just so hard and people are... Um, I don't know. People are tired. They're they're sad. Um, try to be happy, but then we're back in this um, pandemic, even worse than before. So it's just important that we get out there and we entertain, like what you guys are doing right now. Um, people look forward to seeing you know positive face on TV and on the screen and stuff. How do you deal with the new with the new puppy and um, all of the food <laughs> that's going around in your house? Uh, My complex has a little backyard, so I let them run around back there, and I. I'll give him a, a ham bone <laughs> and you know on that for a few hours that keeps him busy <laughs> um that's good smidgen would be up on the counter wrestling a turkey twice his weight down onto the <laughs> ground vince um what what are you seeing out there you're deliver and, and how are you delivering these uh meals and then what are you seeing and what are you hearing from the people who are receiving you know i have a friend that um I have just one friend who I know is, is tested negative for COVID. So we travel around together and we go to the well in the desert um, at two o'clock. Yeah. Maybe 20 minutes. We hand out maybe 50 or 60 meals there. And then while the food is fresh, we drive around town. And that's where you really get to meet people. And mm -hmm. um, most of the time it's just, oh, hey, thank you. Another time there's tears. Like we went, we dropped a meal off yesterday at this guy standing in front of Rite Aid. He was panhandling, you know, he was asking people for, for coins. And my friend Bill gave him a, a meal. And he was like, his eyes just lit up. He was so happy. And then he just started crying. And he leaned up against the wall and was just crying, holding his meal. And oh, honey. It's, uh, things, it's moments like that. And then after that, you know, we, we go out again at five o'clock in the afternoon and we do home deliveries. Those ones are pretty tough because um, most of the time it's families that the entire family is in lockdown and um, the parents are just so grateful that someone's coming to their house. And I make sure I try to take, you know, toys that, you know, like the Roots Lounge donates toys to me and different people yeah. those toys to the family house. And I try to give them some extra food, too. But those ones are the tough ones because um, it's just it's real life. You know, these people are on the verge of being homeless or they they live in nice houses, some of them. But they yeah. have everything, so to speak, and they're just. Aren't, 
aren't you sort of surprised sometimes to find people from our own community, from the queer community? I worked at the food bank for years and there would be a Thursday night every month or two where someone I knew from my social circle was yeah. in the line. There's yeah. a there's a lot of people out there. Um, yeah. Vince and I know very well. Um, I try to keep it confidential as possible. Some people are yes. I, yeah. their conditions, um, especially in the summertime when I was delivering the lunches. I was doing lunches like three or four weeks, um, passing them out to the homeless, but I was also delivering to friends of mine who I always thought were, you know, come from money, they're, they're well off and everything like that. But a lot of these people, um, because they've lost everything, they've lost their jobs and yeah. yep. the rent and stuff. So there's a lot of people out there that really need help. And, um, you know, I wish, I just wish I could do it all the time, but sometimes donations aren't there. And then I end up using a lot of my own funds and, you know. Okay. So that was the next topic last minute. If there's somebody who wants to reach out today for a meal today or tomorrow, is there somewhere they can click? Yeah, they can go to vjcproductions.com. And on the lower left-hand side of the screen, there's a picture of a turkey. <laughs> and then um, it takes them to a page where they can, um, make their request and give me their address and everything like that. Super. Okay. Click the turkey. Click the turkey. Well, thank you so much. You know, we've been watching what you've been doing, you know, for as long as we've known you. And we, we love what you do. We, we just wanted to, to just tell you. Love you guys. Merry Christmas. And happy Merry Christmas. Thanks Merry for Christmas. coming with us. Bye. One of the groups that's been doing some good things here in the Valley is Brothers of the Desert. It's a community of uh, gentlemen of color and and their supporters. And I had the uh, opportunity to be at the uh, Zoom Christmas party for Brothers of the Desert. And uh, Lorenzo Taylor is with us. And you are an author, a novelist, a poet. And you did a special poem uh, for Christmas this year that uh, we wanted you to share with our I Love Gay Palm Springs audience. Welcome. Thank you, John. And Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Welcome, Lorenzo. Happy day before Christmas. Yeah. 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 Christmas Eve, Very Christmas exciting. Day, Kwanzaa, everything. And now so where, where did 2020 go? How was uh, it Christmas? Wasn't it just February? <laughs> That's right. We took a long winter's nap and look what happened. Exactly, exactly. Now, Lorenzo, you've got a um, nom de plume um, for uh, your novels, and you have a novel that you're, you're, uh, uh, have just put on Amazon. It's in Kindle and paperback. It's called Rain After the Fire, mm -hmm. and uh, it's a story that I wrote um, uh, during the wildfire season, actually, about a gay mm -hmm. man who, about a man who comes out to his wife on the day that their whole community goes up in flames. So. Wow. It starts wow. there, goes all over the world, and has a happy ending. So, oh, okay. Uh, Yay. Uh, during this that. during this time of pandemic, it's it's hopefully something that will lift people's spirits. And as you said, it's called "Rain After the Fire" by Lorenz Catava, and it's available on Amazon in Kindle and paperback. Your rendition of uh, what is what? What's the actual official name of the poem? A visit from Saint Nick by uh, Clement Clark Moore, and you uh, you updated it for 2020. I did. Hmm. Would you give it give to us? us? Okay, it's called a, a visit from Saint Anthony, and today it happens to be Anthony Fauci's uh, 80th birthday as well. Yes, to, as being uh, the day before Christmas. 
was a night before Christmas, and all through the house, many creatures were stirring, including a mouse. They all had to stay home by Gov Newsom's decree to stop COVID from spreading over the land of the free. The face masks were all hung by the chimney with care in hopes that an effective vaccine soon would be there. The little queens were all nestled so snug in their beds while visions of RuPaul's drag race danced in their heads. And Pa in his do-rag and I in cowboy fringe had just settled down for a long Netflix binge. When out on the desert there rose such a clatter, I sprung from the couch to see what was the matter. I wondered which neighbor was now in violation of the 10 p.m. curfew and would get a citation. Away to the window I flew like a flash, tore open the shutters and threw out the trash. The moon on the breast of my kidney-shaped pool gave a luster of midday that was ever so cool. Then what to my wandering eyes would appear but St. Anthony Fauci and eight enormous reindeer. He whispered and shouted and called them by name. Stay at home, wash your hands, social distance, please do. Don't touch your face, quarantine, vaccinate for the flu. So up to the housetop, the reindeer all flew with loads of cleaning products and St. Anthony too. To the top of the porch, to the top of the wall, we all knew coronavirus would surge in the fall. And then in a twinkling, I heard on the roof the prancing and pawing of 30 big fat hoof. While I searched for my insurance policy to see if the damage was covered, down the chimney came St. Anthony, and here's what he uttered. Don't gather in groups for holiday cheer. Don't give the virus to your grandma so dear. Wear a mask when you're in public, that's all I implore. Work from home and only go to the grocery store. No indoor dining, hanging at bars or kids in schools. I'll call your whole family stupid if you break any of these rules. He was dressed in Armani from his head to his foot, and his clothes were all tarnished with ashes and soot. Sorry, St. Anthony, but the governor won't permit. Visit by non-household members, so you gotta quit. He spoke not a word, but went straight to his work wiping surfaces with Clorox wherever the virus might lurk. He paraled up his hands before a double mask he put on and left a fog of Lysol spray before he was gone. No vaccines did he leave, nor new therapies to treat the dreaded disease that we just have to defeat. And putting his fingers snugly up his own nose and giving a thumbs up up the chimney he rose. He sprang to his sleigh and made his reindeer scientists all hurry to get to the next house, spreading the good word, not worry. But I heard him exclaim, ere he drove out of sight, y'all stay home for Christmas and have a good night. Yay! Oh my God. Oh my God. That is so fantastic. I Thank love you, it. for sharing that. My pleasure. <sighs> I enjoyed it. Thank you. Uh, when did you write that? Um, about a week ago, a little over a week ago. Yeah. 
it just all full of joy and spirit okay. and heart yeah. and yeah. we understand every word of it gosh that was fabulous thank well, we've you been, we've been living it for the last eight months so it we all will. came pretty easily so and you know 10 years from now 20 years from now we'll look back on this moment and we'll say oh my god remember when <laughs> exactly um, that i'm afraid we will that i'm afraid we now. will remember yeah. I think we will. And let's yeah. all hope we are around 20 years plus from now. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Thank you, Lorenzo, Thanks. for being on the show. And Merry, Merry My pleasure. Christmas to you and all the Brothers of the Desert. They can be found on Facebook. It's a great group. And uh, thanks for allowing me to, uh, to be at the party. Absolutely. Thank you for inviting me. And thanks. to all a good night. And to all a good night. <laughs> Okay, well, I gave myself an assignment to try and watch a bunch of LGBTQ holiday movies, and I did. I'm going to bomb through this list. So great LGBTQ holiday movies. I'm starting with two uh, lesbian ones. Uh, Carol is a now a classic for lesbians. Great movie, good celebrities, good production value. Happiest Season came out this year. I can't remember if it's Lifetime or Hallmark. They're all a Hallmark movie, right, in our, in our minds. Yes. Um, and The Happiest Season was good. Again, there's a girl struggling with her sexuality who won't come out to her parents. That seems to be the thing. The Christmas House, I like it. There are three adult children who all come home for a final. They're the house that gets over-decorated every year, and their parents have them back to help them do it. And the two gay guys who are the gay characters in it, there is no question about their gender. They're not lying to anybody. They're waiting on an adoption. Um, so I love that that's the gay storyline. Really good. It was a good movie. I liked it. Um, I love that the egomaniacal uh, actor is the straight brother. Thank you for that switcheroo. <laughs> um, I love that. And then um, Tangerine. I put Tangerine, which is a few years old now. Yeah. It was filmed entire. It was the first film ever filmed entirely on an iPhone. Um, and a lot of it was improvised. It wasn't a fully scripted movie. And it's rough. It's a bunch of drug-addicted trans prostitutes on the streets of L.A. Um, over the holidays. Really not about the holidays. Uh, but a good movie. It's it you know it was a good one. So, I hate New Year's is a brand new film out by Tello Films, a lesbian flick, um, very Hallmarky, um, and they fall in love. You know, like that. I love the happy ending. So this one's got that. Some of my best friends are dot 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 is the name of the 1971 film um, that takes place in a gay bar on Christmas Eve with all these people who have nowhere else to go. Um, it is really interesting and dark and gaily tragic like a 1971 film would be. I'm never good about who the stars are, but like Blanche Devereaux from the Golden Girls is the drunken, tragic fag hag, the only woman <laughs> at the entire bar. And uh, she keeps wanting to have her away with the gay men. It's all the worst. I have but seen this. Yeah, Rue McClanahan. 
Rue McClanahan is yeah. the tragic drunken fag. Oh, wow, I've never seen that. Yeah, I got to watch this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was interesting. Um, I would say Dashing in December was among my favorites. I really, really liked it. It's on Paramount Films. So if you have Spectrum, you go into Spectrum, then you get access to Paramount, and then you can watch it on demand. And it's charming and sweet, and the boys are handsome, and mm. I can't think of who the mom is, but she's somebody everybody knows. And Rue Clanahan. No, okay, it's not though. <laughs> a little bit younger than that, but Florence Henderson. Dashing in December, I give definitely a thumbs up. Holiday Heart, I watched last night. It's probably made in like 2002. This is the part I didn't do. Is my like, who's the director of this? Famous director, famous people in it. Uh, Ving Rhames is the lead. He's a drag queen, and uh, he saves a drug-addled mom and her daughter while they're being beaten. There's this crazy story, his backstory. He lost his husband who loved him with no issues. And uh, the guy died. Amazing drag queen, black drag queen. Great. Make the Yuletide Gay has young, cute twinks. Super holiday, super positive. No drama about being gay. I mean, there's there's some dealing with your transition stuff, but it was good. Um, the setup, I think that's the one by Lifetime or Hallmark. Really good movie. Like I'm I'm amazed by how many worth watching. There was a bunch more. I'm gonna watch tonight. I paid to watch Dina Martina's Christmas Eve show, and she is like her tagline is the most tragic act in america and she is very well, that's uplifting strange. i can't wait she, but it isn't sad it's like oh. i remember she came on a cruise once and she was telling the story of being traumatized by something she said she went home and curled up into a fecal ball not a fetal ball but a fecal ball and she just bombs through stuff and half the audience never even hears what she is saying and it's wrong and it you have to it's like a soap opera. If you can't suspend reality, you can't enjoy her. And if you can, she's amazing. And then tomorrow night with Charles and Michael, I'm watching Jinx Monsoon and another RuPaul Drag Race uh, Drag Queens a Christmas special on Christmas night. So lots to see out there. Do it. It's good. All right. Well, this is the uh, pre-Christmas uh, version of uh, the Gay Desert Guide. I love Gay Palm Springs weekly newsletter. It is going to go out this week. What is in the newsletter this week, Brad? Well, we are looking ahead mostly to next week because that's when a lot of things will be happening. And one that I was just made aware of is at the United Methodist Church of Palm Springs. They are doing a turning of the year, a show of hope. Bobby Joe Valentine, uh, Keisha D. Um, Dan, the mixologist, I think I think there's going to be some drinking going on during this. So it is the United Methodist Church of Palm Springs. I'm not really familiar with that church. I'm a Episcopalian born and raised. And I know that many of the service, many of the churches here in town uh, will be having uh, Christmas Eve and Christmas Day services. Uh, mostly, obviously, virtually this year. So if you have some interest in checking those out, you can find many of those online. However, our friends at Bloom in the Desert Ministries 
are doing a seven o'clock community drive-in Christmas Eve service. So if you're watching this or listening to this on Christmas Eve, you'll be able to uh, check that out. Um, is, Keisha D is also in that one. Is that uh, in Duluth Park at the community center? Uh, you know? Let me click. Let me click the the yeah. more info link on gaydesertguide.com, and I will tell you that it is at the Palm Springs Cultural Center on Barista okay. Road at six forty-five p.m. Okay. Yeah, that's what happens when you go to our website and check all these things out on our uh, calendar. You got um, all the answers. I do. Kim Keeler is doing a, a walk with the uh, women on Christmas Day, eleven a.m. I think that is, uh, that's a chat. That's actually going to be virtually. Um, and then, you know, pretty much everything else is next week. I mean, it's Christmas. We don't have much to do except hang out at home, be safe, keep our masks on, and, uh, and eat ourselves to death. <laughs> so that's about it. All right, Shan, you're going to be eating yourself out of keto house and home with your... <laughs> With your Very gingerbread. Good, John Taylor. Your gingerbread house made of meat. <laughs> is there one holiday? What is one holiday thing that I, I guess if you're eating it, you have to make it yourself or buy it? What What is the one treat that you're going to have over Christmas? I, I miss mince pie. Well, I okay. love mince yeah. pie. You can't buy it anywhere. No wonder. It doesn't sell. Yeah. <laughs> I, it's a thing i like it no no that's okay um i'm having my mom's um russian tea cakes that she sent me all the way from michigan oh. and believe it or not they made it here in one piece there's so many ethnic versions of that same shortbread cookie basically does it have like some nuts in it or not yeah it's like three ingredients flour nuts and uh Butter. sugar Butter, and butter maybe four and you just yeah. roll it up and you bake it for a little while and yeah it's pretty simple i am baking some keto brownies and uh as my little treats i cubed up some butternut squash and i'm gonna roast them with some butter and uh uh you know fake brown sugar and uh, i'm making a tiny little uh, cranberry covered uh cheesecake um, I meant to have Dickies for Christmas and I forgot to go get some. Uh, Dickies barbecue. barbecue. I they're still open today. Week. They are? Yeah, they're open Christmas Eve. Everything's open Christmas Eve. It's Christmas okay. Day. You got to worry okay. about Okay, I will go get me. That's it. I'm going to have some brisket then. Well, one of the things that Shan made is these fabulous uh, Christmas tree ornaments that uh, have 2020 right in the center. And... It's basically the the fuck flake. It is the fuck flake. It says fuck 2020. And a bunch of my friends got them because you need snowflakes. You need ornaments. You need things like snowballs. Ah, and, oh, right? I also want to show off my, because you couldn't really see much of it the other day when I was wearing it at the office oh, party. Oh, I love that. Yes. She's got a bare, ugly sweater my bear and then this was two that was actually last year's christmas sweater this was two years ago oh the santa oh. boobs right <laughs> santa hat oh. boobs oh I'm oh sorry, Shan. you you ho, ho i ho, am ho. Ho. and then there's a little elf stuck underneath them so that when it hangs down <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good that's 
Very uh, 3D, that sweater. Yes, yes. Indeed. Earlier, we had DJ Galaxy talking about all of the entertainers and what they're doing, and they're kind of at a loss because they don't have an audience that's, yeah. you know, reflecting the waves of love that they're sending out. And so we sent out invitations to some of our favorite entertainers, uh, piano bar uh, entertainer and uh, singer pianist Ron Pass did uh, the, the playing of a piano track to a familiar and public domain uh, <laughs> Christmas carol. Yes. And uh, we were joined by Jeffrey Barnett, Michelle Weiss from the Gay Desert Guide staff, Mark Richards, Carol Kamenis, Mark Lee, Charles Herrera, Steve Canill, Tommy Dodson, Ew. and our very own um, Alexander Rodriguez from On the Rocks Radio is in there, and also Jerome Elliott. So we've got some really good singers. So here we go. singing with us thanks john and brad for a, a whole year of fun <laughs> god merry bless us everyone <laughs> indeed merry christmas to all and to all a good night for info on this week's topics go to gaydesertguide.com and join the oasis insiders club each week, you'll get the Gay Desert Guide This Week in I Love Gay Palm Springs newsletter with news, community events, and hot deals. I Love Gay Palm Springs with John Taylor, Shan Carr, and Brad Fur. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Listen on Apple Podcasts and wherever you get podcasts.